welcome, welcome to the Civ and the Pylon. It is I, Corey, your beloved Pylon. I, Sam, almost birthday boy, Civ. Yeah, dude, what are you turning? You're turning 14 times 2 plus 3? Plus 4. Oh, man. It's my second 16th birthday. Your second 16th birthday, so you're... 32. Good arithmetic, Corrence. <laughs> Dude, math is hard. <laughs> I will be tomorrow. Not 32 yet. Yeah. Um, and you're going to celebrate by hanging out in a vehicle with your parents, right? You know it. Getting the, getting the ride back home from the very lovely Elder Lowers. Hell yeah. Dude, just pack all your shit up. This podcast just, will be I'm, easier. I'm almost there. Yeah, I, I, I just have a couple of things to stash away. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucking close. Yeah, dude, we could, you could get a job. We could still do our little barbecue hustle, and I'll actually do that because I need you to cook sides for me really bad. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm taking it into consideration. Don't, don't think, I think about it. I promise. <laughs> I actually this year, I it's like one of the three you know since i've been working birthdays that i don't work on because i've never been a part of a meaningful so it's hard to take time off but um i mean yeah some of it's gonna be in a car but it's tight it is tight i oh, i i never work my birthday i I have my, I have my <laughs> or either work birthdays or Sundays. Y'all. <laughs> no, uh, I took the Wobblies couldn't do that for me. I don't know. I tried. <laughs> I I have like my first like kind of corporate like desk job ever, and I like asked everybody I knew who had like some sort of job where you had to like request for time off, and these motherfuckers asked for a reason, and it's just like. Dude, I come from the land of, like, construction where, like, the foremans are, like, thankful you gave them any notice, let alone two weeks. And now you need a reason from me? And I I don't know. The original reason was, like, I wanted to go down to Sunrise, Florida and watch the Panthers play, not going to lie. But that just doesn't seem like a good choice because I'm not sure I'll be vaccinated by then. I was just going to say, for Florida, I think you want the vaccination. Yeah, dude. Because... I'm pretty sure they don't think it ever existed. No. Yeah. No, it was canceled. That like they don't believe in cancel culture, but they canceled COVID. But they canceled the shit. COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's confirmed by the only Floridian I know. Also, by the way. Um, I don't know. What's your favorite number? Hello. You know, put me on the spot, Corey. Uh. Let's go with 21. 21? Yeah. What's 21 divided by 3? It's 3. It's 7. 7? Yeah. 7. Yeah, tell me about 7, Corey. 7. 7 is my favorite number. (laughs) (laughs) 2. And seven is a very lucky number what? this week for for two teams in the NHL. God, that was so cheesy. We're leaving that in though. Oh, uh, Carolina, Carolina, and and the. The New York Islanders uh, have both won seven in a row as of Friday night. Um, 
making them the top teams in the Central and the East, um, which is surprising because I kind of thought the Bruins would be holding that down for a little bit. Um, kind of interesting thing on Carolina's way to the top. Uh, they actually got a lot of love from the shittiest team in their division, the Detroit Red Wings, Wednesday night. As they beat Tampa Bay 6-4, to um, Islanders had it a little easier because they played our beloved Buffalo three times <laughs> to get in stride, but then also took, uh, took a game against the Bruins. Um, Isles have a two-point lead in the East as of Friday night, and they will have played the Devils by the time this goes out. I think they're slated for a 1 o'clock Eastern uh, puck drop there, um, but... Game of the week, I think, is on Wednesday as they play the second-place Caps. That will be a fun fun little thing to watch. Uh, by the way, Florida, the beloved Panthers, are still holding it down in third place in the Central. Um, and if they're going to have any hopes to hang on, they got, they got to beat Chicago. Um, who after? Well, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I don't have... <laughs> Shit about Chicago, I don't have a specific. Um which, after I pointed out, they have gone, <laughs> they've gone 500. Um, like Florida has five points on the fourth place Hawks. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it it. I don't. I, I feel like I don't need to cover every division anymore. It, it, like the the top four teams in each are kind of like running away with it, um, save for. Maybe the West and the East, but, like, Central has it on lock and, like, I don't know, the Northern Division. There's nothing really even to talk about other than, like, Milan Lucic is just fighting everybody and Calgary sucks. Big scary man. Yeah. Very scary man. Um, with that being – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reiterating everything you already – He does. He, he has this strong brow. He does. He's got a crazy. Yeah, I mean, again, he looks like earlier humanoids. He does. Um, but yeah, I I kind of stopped watching um, a lot of other teams other than like the Bruins in the Wild. Um, uh, but with that being said, the Wild have been very very fun to watch um, this week. They split a series against Phil Kessel and the Desert Dogs, beating Vegas twice at home. Uh, Kapukakinen. The goalie for the Wild has also been on fire, and he's currently tied with Nicholas Backstrom for the longest winning streak at eight games. Uh, beating Vegas is a really fucking big deal. Um, it puts the Wild within reach of the baddest boys in the West, which is Vegas. Um, Friday night, Creel, the real deer of Dollar Dollar Bill, got his first hat trick and just looked fucking hey. great. Um, they play Arizona... This weekend, uh, two times after playing them on Friday in Colorado this week. So kind of a big week for the Wild if they want to take a push for first. Cement it. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah. The as a pet hat trick was really fun. It was really cute and not like it was just indicative of his like amazing skating and just like just anything else. Yeah, he's like a fucking... Yeah, he can skate. The last goal was fucking amazing. Um, Wild got an empty netter, and then, like, they got the puck brought down in the zone, and Kirill just kind of was just like, oh, there we go. We're just going to take that first ah. hat trick from me, Katie, there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very Thank you. much. I'll see you again Saturday really night. happy to be here in the country. <laughs> uh, 
such a cutie too. He's a little cutie. He is. He's just like so, little, so stoked. He's a pure face. I know. He's like so happy about which good for him. He would. He should be happy about his life. Yeah. Remember how like a year ago everybody was like freaked out if he was gonna actually come just because yeah. like Ilya, for years now, Corey. For years, and just because Ilya Kovalchuk okay. pulled a fast one on like the Devils yep. and shit, like. Uh, Save them though. If you look into that, that fucking contract was absurd, and uh, they got it. It, it went null and void. When he, when he left. I think it was like fourteen years, like some ungodly sum of money. Yeah. No. And yeah, I want to say that's why you can't front load contracts anymore, like you can yep. in fucking baseball. It was. It was the one. Yep. Yep. Um. But yeah, as I said, I'm not gonna really spend much time covering the North anymore. Um. I, I'm just kind of burnt out on it. I think it would have been more exciting and still will be, but mostly the most exciting thing that's going to happen is maybe Winnipeg making a run on Toronto, which uh, I don't really see happening. Um, and for me, the novelty of Canadian teams playing just Canadian teams kind of lost on me a little bit. Did it wear off? It, it did. Um, I love the rivalries, and I look forward to the – Look forward to Canadian teams playing Canadian teams being the main event on my hockey schedule next season when it's a little bit more of like a novelty factor. I was really excited at the beginning of the season to have a bunch of like battles of Alberta and cool to see Montreal. It was cool to see Montreal firing off the gate uh, because everybody thought that they were going to be trash. But as of Friday, there's 21 points between first and last, which is the biggest spread in uh, any division. Um, Austin Matthews is just like a machine. Um, he has 31 goals, 31 points, excuse me, in 26 games. Um, it's just kind of insane. Toronto is maybe he's the best offensive player in the league. I'm sorry. I, no, crazy. it's absolutely fine. And I completely agree with you. Um, Toronto has a six point hold on first and Vancouver has a seven point buffer from not being Ottawa. Um, I think that's going to just kind of be the story. And I know that we have to take you know our bets this week on the northern division but um i'll let you go first if you it's my turn want um sure do you want me to read off the standings for you so you can i got it right here okay uh i think toronto stays in first i think because it's edmonton and i want to make it exciting that the Jets overtake them and take second is totally not. But, um, and I think Oilers in third. And again, I just want to open it up for some, some change, even though, again, I don't think this is going to happen. I'm going to say the Flames overtake the Canadians. Maybe. Maybe it's probably not. It's possible. But I mean, I think it would be more exciting if Vancouver overtook those two teams. I just don't see that happening. I think. Happen? Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think the same teams minus Calgary makes it in, but I think Winnipeg will make a run on Edmonton and get second seed, and then Toronto, Ed, uh, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Montreal. I think will make it in, but okay. I don't think Montreal. Got a unit then. Well, no, I. They're yeah. not gonna do shit. No, I. They're getting swept. I I just don't I don't see a team other than Toronto making it into 
the final four. And I was thinking about it as I was writing this shit up last night. It kind of feels to me, because uh, I, I realized that March Madness is still happening to some degree. It, it, now Ooh, with like all right. of the the divisions being all yeah. divided up and it's not really seated, it does have like a yeah. kind of college basketball feel to it. <laughs> That's real. That's totally real. <laughs> yeah. Except they're, yeah. Um, but yeah, Vancouver. Uh, I, I kind of feel like they could be the next Ottawa. Um, <laughs> that's brutal. And I, I was just looking over their contracts. Um, all a bunch of their players, their um, their rookies and people coming off uh, ELCs entry level contracts. They're not really living up to the height. Elias Pedersen, um, not really doing much for them uh not... he's still a good player he's a good player he's not a piece he's you gonna can... still be good he's like 22 right yeah he's not a piece that you can build around i don't think no, uh, no bozer is but that's it speaking of bozer though uh they're woefully un- unprepared for the expansion um they gave pretty much everyone um, who is not on an, an entry-level contract under decor no movement clause including nate schmidt who is a 5.6-year cap hit until 2025, um, kind of ties their hands. They have to expose Bor Horvat, JT Miller, and most importantly, Brock Besser. Uh, Wait, they have to? Yes. They have they two, don't have... Whoa. They have too many no-movement no clauses. It's kind of so brutal. So they can't off anybody. That's crazy. They're going to give up their only generational track. Uh, like, I mean, or, if you... or they'll give up a first round with him, with Bo Horvat. Yeah, I mean, uh, either way, like, Bohovic, yeah. JT Miller, and Brock Besser, like, you can't, like, those are core players, and I feel it's like... It's funny, because you said you were going to talk Vancouver, so I, like, looked it up last night, and I wrote down those three names as, like, the only bright spots on that entire fucking team. Right, and I feel like you, the, 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 those are good players to have. You lose one, and I, I yeah. feel like you lose... Like the ability to maybe a put a lot of forward mo- momentum because uh, Bo Horvat's only 25. I for some reason I thought he was like older because he's been around forever. Uh, also, Jake Burton is only 24, which feels crazy. He's not very good, but yeah, he's been around forever, anyways. Yeah. No, and, and that's the thing too. I, I feel like if you you luck out and you get a top three pick, um. Yep you kind of lose the the depth and you put a lot of pressure on your new promising player because you kind of have to play that. Like you don't want to play them with a bunch of like old bums who can't skate. You want to yep. put them with a nice season vet. Yeah. Um, and also they protect, they have a no movement on Braden Holtby. Um, yeah. And Thatcher Demko is not a remarkable goalie, but you kind of think about, you know your situation, not having many players. You kind of want to preserve some cap. You might, you might have wanted to roll with Demko this season. I keep Demko over in their situation. I absolutely keep Demko over Holtby. Also, Demko's twenty five, so you know, right? Do his stride at twenty eight or whatever. Exactly. Uh, Holtby has one year left on his contract. Also has a no movement clause. Um, so they're just, I don't know. They're gonna. I feel. Like one, if they lose, if they don't lose a front 
front, you know, up, a player up front. If they get to keep Bo Harvard, yeah. JT Miller, and Brock Besser, decor is not remarkable. And if um, Seattle at all. Seattle takes Demko, they're going to get sucked into overpaying in free agency in the next couple seasons. Yeah. And with that being said, they have a lot of cap tied up in their old aging decor. Um, and they just like really won't have a remarkable sum of money to fix the depth up front and put a good piece in net. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, it seems kind of bleak, honestly, for me. And does I'm, not look good. I'm not going to make any bold statements about Ottawa, but with like Stutzel, who actually does look like he's playing pretty fucking well and is going to be a superstar in the NHL. Um, the better Kachuk brother and Batherson. I really like that kid on the D line. Um, and, you know, they're not doing great this season, and I think Ottawa is probably slated to get another good draft pick. Yeah. They at least have hopes of not being the laughing stop next year. They given have a the, future, yeah. Yeah, given – what's up? I just want to make fun of you for suggesting that you would take – any team would take Thatcher Demko over Brock Bozer if he's available in the draft. I was just trying to give Vancouver hopes. Sure, 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 sure. I got you. I'm just saying. And but even then, it's like they're still fucked. <laughs> um, I, I could name three better goalies that will be available, and uh, they're yeah. just like I know. But like, yeah, if for some reason their Vancouver gets is like towards the end of the draft, and they're like, oh, you know, we picked up a lot of really, we fucked over a bunch of really good teams. We're kind of cherry picking. We yep. could really use a. Second, second or third goalie, you know, in case one goes down, you're looking at Demko. It's not really the worst idea. No, I actually <laughs> yeah. don't hate Demko. I think that he's been on a really like subpar. I don't. I think he's probably going to end up. Look at Darcy Kemper now. He's no, twenty six yeah. or twenty seven. It takes time. It does. I don't think that Demko's like not a piece. I think he's like kind of a piece. He's not a piece that I would take over. Fuck no. Over. Fuck no. <laughs> um, Absolutely but, not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also just real quick want to touch on some ladies hockey real quick. Uh, the yeah. N- NWHL announced on Tuesday that they're going to finish the tournament tournament, which was called a month ago. Um, okay. they, the final four in that tournament are Connecticut whale. Is it whale or just whales? Um, I don't know. That's I, a good question. Just, whales? Probably wh- whales. It just says whale on the website, which I think like a specific whale like they have a mascot whale it looks like the big-headed blue whale with a thin-ended tail which rhymed maybe maybe beluga yeah i don't (laughs) i don't know but yeah they play the white caps and the boston pride take on toronto and toronto just said toronto i think they go by the 75s or 76 i can't i don't i don't know why are the names such a mess i don't know man um you can't pay for good marketing when you're broke, I guess. Um, and it's just like a bunch of boring, rich, white dudes, I bet, that are like, oh, yeah, just name. Sure, uh, Ohio. Yeah. We'll name the hockey team the Pride and the Connecticut yeah. Whale. Uh, Maybe the gays will like us. <laughs> yeah. That's what those fucking rooms probably look like. They're yeah. just sitting there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a bona fide homer, I think the White Caps course have the best shot at taking the isabel cup after again after last time it was awarded in 2019 um i'm gonna do a deeper dive next week 
um, okay. to hype up the anticipation of the tournament. And also the WCA, the ladies college hockey is going to be going on at the same time. I'll touch on that. Gophers got hosed on getting kicked, not invited to that tournament. Um, and oh, I shit. will do a Dream Gap Tour recap. Okay. Uh, I wanted to do a little bit of that, but weather got really nice in Minnesota, and I just was really focused on getting my motorcycle running. Corey's got a really cute purple motorcycle. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I do. It's really nice. I uh, I was trying to come up with, with when you did your little my motorcycle Instagram thing. I had a couple. Uh, I had some heat, but it's since left my mind. I got so many. I think like four people were like, name it purple rain like i seriously <laughs> got like six people wow what an what a what a brilliant concept that nobody ever thought of before right purple purple rain yeah no seriously four people were like purple rain one was like name it eggplant and i was like that's kind of funny um one was like name it joker which i kind of was like uh that's uh, uh, no um <laughs> And then Margarita was like, name it the Grape Ape. And I was like, that's actually not a bad idea, but I don't really dig it that hard. You don't dig the Grape Ape or the motorcycle? Oh, the Grape Ape name. Okay, okay. I want real quick, did you did you know that there's a sequel to Purple Rain? What? I want you to look up everybody, anybody who listens to this. I want you to look up, I think it's called Graffiti Bridge. And it's got, um, it's got like the same people. What's his name? What? Um, it's great. I I haven't actually watched it. I'll be honest, but I've watched the trailer probably sixty times in my life. And it's like this is like my party trick that you're all getting right now. <laughs> you're like you're trying to like come up with a new little flirtatious engagement. It's <laughs> a sequel to Purple Rain, and then you pull out your phone and you show the uh, the trailer. <laughs> That's and the insane. rest is sex, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's with your time, everybody. Watch the trailer. Oh, my God. That's insane. This is real. What is it's this? Real. No, it's real. It's crazy. Um, also, real quick, while we're, while we're discussing ladies' sports, I just wanted to make fun of that uh, piece of shit Oklahoma basketball announcer. Did you see this? Uh... He was announcing the high school girls tournament and they knelt for the anthem and classic old white people don't know when their microphones are on. Uh, He like muttered something about fucking N words or whatever when they were kneeling during the anthem. And then he gives this apology that (laughs) where he's like, uh, I, he like basically is like, I still think it was wrong of them to do, but I, had low low, uh, low blood sugar, and therefore used hurtful terms. What a and joke! Doing that, I don't. I just don't think that diabetics like spout. I don't think that that's like a symptom. Of low blood sugar is that you spout racial no. slurs. Um. Uh, yeah, I saw that this morning, right after I saw that, and then the next thing in my feed was cops driving through George Floyd, George Floyd Square, and I just like what I was like. All right, I gotta get out of bed and like. It's a pretty horrible first thing to intake in the morning. Yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, it's fucking dumb. Uh, the the truck, there was a somebody driving a truck and like, oh, it's a high speed chase, and they went through George Floyd Square, and the truck driver waved at them, at the camera, 
And it was just like, you guys are just like trying to intimidate these people. I don't know. It, uh, it upset yeah. me really bad. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah. Moving on. You're up. You're up, bud. Oh, sorry. I have uh, <laughs> I have a couple. I'm going to be more. I, we're talking bummers. And so I'm just going to keep running with it. Uh, I promised a Clint Malarchuk dive. Um, great. Great. I just can't stress this enough. The rest of the story is going to be a great hockey name. Clint, Clint Malarchuk. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, so in 1989, this whole story is a fucking content warning. I don't know why you're listening to us if we're bad at it. Um, he gets his throat slit in a game by Yui Krupp in on March 22nd, almost coming up in a week, actually. We're, we're like at nine days or whatever. The anniversary of it. Uh, a Sabres defenseman. He's, he's on the Buffalo Sabres. He's a pretty good goalie. Uh, Sabres defenseman flips an offensive player who skate blade comes across Clint Malarchuk's jugular. Um, if you've seen the video, I mean, he, his hands immediately go to his throat. It's really fucked up. He's like just gushing blood. Like, yeah, it happens when your throat gets slit. He miraculously lives. Uh, the Sabres trainer was a naval or army engineer or something and made it to him in like seven seconds and immediately applied pressure and probably almost saved his life. Saved his life. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's actually like a, yeah, not that I'm like woo woo army. It's like a very amazing thing. And I'm sure that it was, I'm sure he was very grateful to have that trainer on the bench. Um, there was a, pre he, he went to a press conference the next day cause hockey's stupid I remember Sidney Crosby got his jaw broke by, like, a slap shot and was playing, like, two weeks later, maybe, which is crazy. He, like, wore the full cage and people talk shit or whatever. But um, this is a whole other level. He he had a press conference the next day where he said, like, hockey dude things uh, about how he was going to keep playing. Uh, he'd just been traded for, like, a first and a second round pick or something crazy. Um... He was known as the cowboy goalie and i think he was kind of like a he was kind of a cowboy he was a drunk he was like a hip dude whatever but he has a, a press conference the next day and he's playing 10 days later he's in goal again um jesus christ it's crazy. what is wrong with hockey players i don't know and i i it's in some ways coming from the food industry there's this like as a cook and i've i've done it now i regret it but like People talk shit about people who, like, take sick days, even if you, like, are actually horribly ill. If you, like, cut yourself on the line, you take a sick day, or you, like, whatever. It's, like, a show of, like, you're not, like, chefness. Um, and it's fucking stupid. But sure. the hockey players have it, like, in a much, much worse capacity. Yeah. I don't know. The toxic masculinity is strong in the league. Um so he's playing uh, 10 days later. He ends up playing in hockey for 11 years. Uh, Two-time All-Star. Um, retires, becomes a goalie coach. He's bouncing around. He is the goalie coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2008. Uh, it seems like he's been a... I, 
you know, I, I wasn't there, but it sounds like he understandably, um, he had a rough childhood. His dad was abusive, all the classic, sad, uh, hockey Canadian poor boy tropes. Um, so he's a drunk. He gets left for the fourth time with his fourth wife. She, she calls him and tells him it's over. Uh, he gets really drunk, starts calling his wife over and over his ex-wife now or soon to be ex-wife separated whatever over and over again she comes over to his house where he's in drunken fucked up stupor uh 2008 again so years after the hockey incident and he reaches out there's a 22 rifle next to him um and he apparently like locks eyes with his wife and says there's there's debate about whether he says look what you made me do or this is the help I need, and he shoots himself in the fucking head with this rifle in front of his wife. Um, Jesus Christ. Bullet. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's, like, really... Also, the actual victim of this story is his, like, family, mostly. Not that I'm... I mean, he got it worked out. Because it also didn't... Uh, he didn't die from this. Um, it gets stuck, like, millimeters from his brain or whatever... 22 is like a pretty small caliber and I think it's not like your number one ideal for trying to kill yourself which um whoa 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 <laughs> I'm just saying I just think I think they, thank god it was a 22 rifle that he had next to him and not a 45 or something um he doesn't he ends up going on to therapy I think his poor wife stays with him for a while shit's also fucked up uh, and if she hadn't been there, I'm sure he would have. But she immediately called the police, and, and he survived. Um, it's again. I just have to stress that I think it's a dick move to his wife. He like waited for her to show up. No, absolutely. Uh, he goes to therapy. It's like I don't know. The rest of the story is like uh, turned his mind around. Started to believe therapy and great. And he credits it with saving his life. He apparently lives a much healthier life. I think it it things suggest that he got sober. It's not fully proven. Uh, he was like a he was a reckless motherfucker. Apparently, as a goalie coach, he would show up to practice in like a suit just soaked in blood from bar fights the night before. Uh, Jeez. He just like I think, I think he was uh it was a wild life um anyways that brings up i thought that that would be a nice foray into discussing cte chronic traumatic encephal encephalopathy bless you for thank you uh (laughs) it's a it's a progressive and fatal disease associated with repeated tbis traumatic brain injuries um which are typically not always but typically represented by uh concussions and blows to the head really it's just like anytime your brain shakes it's not great for you which if i may yeah uh, finishing a check at slow speeds can do the same thing as yes uh adam ruins everything has a very shitty but good episode on sports and the focus is on football but it, the contact could be related to any sport where there is any sort of bumps or anything it's i mean it's all the time in these like contact sports it's and i it, yeah i he knows more you should watch that i mean 
ruins everything thing because I'm sure that he does a much better job discussing it. But this is it's a it's a problem in pro sports, especially the NHL. Um, in 2011, three NHL enforcers. Uh, you're familiar with this pass as a result of suicide or overdoses between May and August. Yep. Rest in peace, Derek Bugard, Rick Rippin, and Wade Belak. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rippin, if people are not familiar, was like five foot nine, but was like really tough. There's a video he fights Hal Gill, who I think was six foot six. Nine or he's something. like yeah, he's huge, and he weighs like two hundred forty pounds. Yeah, and Rick Rippin's like in there boxing on his ice skates. Uh, real quick, goofy foray. <laughs> I was looking up like NHL brothers, and I don't even remember who it was of the video, but he's got two brothers who are in the NHL. But he's a lacrosse player, and I don't think he's really a lacrosse player. I think he's a tough guy. And in lacrosse, they like hockey fight, but they're not on skates, which I just think is goofy because it's also like a mandated. It's how they're trying to sell the game, I think. Also, lacrosse is a co-opted sport from indigenous peoples and there's more research to be done on that and people should talk about it but uh the idea of being a lacrosse enforcer like they they just stand in place and like fist fight like there's no like skating or balance <laughs> to be thrown into it and i just think it's really funny uh unlike the nhl enforcers dying um which when you do more research is like kind of an epidemic you think about uh bob probert and yep. uh Todd Ewan and Bob Probert, Bob Probert uh, fought like three times in their career or something like that. Um, they fought twice in one game after Todd Ewan knocked Bob Probert out cold in the first period. Jesus. They both end up dead before 50 because of all other depression-related things. Um, 2011, this like these guys passing and all of this other shit coming to light... Uh, a suit is filed by former players um, with concussion issues. You may recall Dan Carcillo talking a lot about it. Dan Carcillo is a bad person, but he's right about concussion it, stuff. Um, if you don't mind, uh, oh. Daniel Carcillo also um, has been very outspoken um, about this issue, and it has some... His message is there, and I'm behind his yeah. message presently. Um, and he and I also admire him for ruffling the feathers of a podcast which should not be named, but he got their attention, and um, those rich fucks threatened to sue. I think, I think they did, and um, Carcillo had to kind of like back off him. But Carcillo is very much a pioneer for. Um, introducing uh, psilocybin as a um, as not a cure, but um, an avenue treat. to treat TBI, and um, yep. he's using his platform to get funding for research and shit like that. So, kind of, he did have he did have that shit, and he apologized, and it seems sincere. But he did have that shit come out about him in juniors being super homophobic and racist and like hazy and fucked up. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so I think, again, I mean, we can acknowledge, uh, I, but I agree. I think he was a, a pioneer and he's been very vocal and, uh, and he plays in a lot. Uh, he played in a lot. You cut out. He had a, had a big role in the, in 
the lawsuit, not as a participant, because he said that people shouldn't uh, take the NHL settlement, which I'll get into in a second, but I cut you off. No, Sorry. you're good. I'm done. I'm done now. Um, but yeah, Dan Carcillo, uh, very kind of an important figure in this whole thing. Um, so a civil suit is filed. Uh, some people may know that the NFL had a massive settlement for a civil suit in regards to CTE. Uh, and the lawsuits for both basically state that the league knew about the potential dangers and people have been aware about the dangers of CTE concussions for years and they intentionally kind of smothered those reports and and did their best to not have it come out um the nhl publicly in when this lawsuit comes up says that there's no link between head injuries and like suicide or you know all of this other shit and and even when it's not as like dramatic as people passing i think there's a lot of really fucked up shit. People talk about chronic migraines, uh, suicidal ideation, um, you know, thinking about there's, I read a thing and a guy's talking about how he just kept imagining murder family and you have to be in dark rooms for days on end, they say, because your migraines are so intense. And I think CT, it sounds like a really horrible time. Uh, it's a fatal disease. Uh, these, emails end up having to be published between gary bettman and his top lieutenants i didn't want to say that but that's how it was written and i think it's so fucking stupid that they call it his lieutenants it's so weird a fucking army when it's just like a bunch of rich dudes mitigating how people get injured for the rest of their lives a ton of money doing so uh but between him and brendan shanahan among others uh and in these emails, they basically all admit that they know that CTE is a thing. Um, they talk about how the the league has changed. Brendan Shanahan has this really like horrible and stupid fucking email about how it's worse now and guys don't know how to handle it. But in the 80s and 90s, tough guys, 80s and 90s, they uh, played a different role. This is This is a quote. Wanted to be players. They used to use booze and coke. Now it's just all pills. Like, like somehow self-medicating with like booze, booze. and coke. <laughs> I'm like honestly, rock star Brendan <laughs> Shanahan here. As a recovering junkie, I can much more identify with opiates being like that your doctor gives you because you're in massive pain all the time. I, <sighs> fuck you, Brendan Shanahan. Look yeah. Stupid. Yeah, sell that to the players' union, you cheap piece of shit. Like, yeah, you cheap fuck. You know, like I just. Also, you weren't a tough guy. You benefited from them, but you weren't a fucking tough guy. You knew Bob Probert. And I was just going to say, ex yeah, like what a piece of shit. You're fucking the guy that guarded you when you were a rookie is dead yep. because of this. He took concussions so that you could have your like epic fucking NHL career. Fuck Brandon Shanahan. Beat. Fuck that new Detroit team except for Darren McCarty and Bob Probert. They're chill. McCarty is uh, real. McCarty yeah. officiated my buddy's wedding. I told you this before. That's but right. It's, yeah. Uh, oddly enough, uh, my buddy has a TBI from getting T-boned in the middle of the day in downtown Minneapolis by a drunk driver. His buddy passed away. Uh, but, yeah, McCarty met him. And Is that then... how he knows McCarty? They, like, did I some... I think so. I'm not completely sure, but it's somehow he got a hold of him. He officiated his wedding, and they're, like, buddies. Uh, what an epic wedding. That's a great 
<laughs> yeah, dude. And um, I don't want to trail off too hard, but I just have to add this in. I met this guy through a buddy and he literally has um, Lindstrom five and Yeiserman 19 tattooed on the back of his calves. Oh Oh my god! I was like, dude, this guy fucks. Like, I love this kid. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't Chelios, because then I would be mean about this person. Yeah, Chelios. He can't. He's a little cheap shot. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Anyways, now yeah, <laughs> that's really tight. Uh. So NHL argues no link between hockey and any brain damage. They literally said that. They said there's no link between hockey and any brain damage. Um, just fucking stupid and not true. Um, the I just think that the NHL money paid them a real amount of money because it's a real issue. A bunch of players end up being a part of this suit. Three hundred and eighteen. Um, they finally reach a settlement. Uh, for I don't know. It works out to what sounds like a large number, but when you break it down between three hundred and eighteen people amounts to 22000 per player involved in the suit with up to $75,000 of medical bills uh, paid for. Which, like, if these guys have been dealing with it for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, $75,000 in medical bills isn't really shit. No. Um, 22000 is definitely not worth, like, probably not being employable anymore, and I just think it's fucking a shame. Yeah, I think... I might be wrong. I think, though, the NHL, if you get your pension from them, they cover your health insurance. I hope. They sh- I feel like it's that should be a thing. Bullshit. 22K even is like... No, absolutely. No, that's, yeah, I hope that that is true. I don't actually... I, I don't... I didn't do the... Um, I just want to take a moment to... I am a quiet Pen, Penguins fan, for those who don't know, but Sidney Crosby was kind of a, kind of a dick about this whole thing and made like a very even keel statement in which he was like players know the risk like blah 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 this is what happens i've had concussions like i don't know it's a little bit like i don't love it from sid um i'm sure he doesn't give a shit what i have to say take his money to nova scotia and laugh his (laughs) way back (laughs) Um, um that's about it although i just want to real quick have like a little uh well sorry i should give do you have anything else to say on the cte um yeah i do i think the nhl is trying to cover their own ass yep by giving i mean it's clear when you settle you're trying to cover your own ass but then in the same regard um after that lawsuit um numbers and fighting also dramatically dropped i don't have stats in front of me um, all players are supposed to wear visors, um, and even with the uniform, the, when they changed the uniform, the whole reason they did that was to restrict movement through fighting, um, which I think is I think that's good. Um, yep. They also kind of after the lawsuit they really hunkered down on hits to the head and have Brad May as like head of player safety because he is an expert on shots to the fucking head. I think it's weird that they keep hiring all these fucking goons to be the head of player safety. Well George Peros, Brad fucking May. Yeah, no, and that's oh no, it is George Peros, but they played on the same team together. That's why I got him mixed okay. up. 
But I feel like they're just trying to make with those hirings. I think you're right. But I think like they're still trying to be like, oh, this big bad old enforcer said that this yeah. isn't okay. Yeah. So it's not. But, but Brendan Shanahan was head of player safety before that, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. And look at him. No, absolutely. Um, no, I, I mean I hear you. I th- and I think there has been positive change. Um, but yeah, I. I think. I don't know. I. It's it's weird because you think of CT and you immediately think of fighting, and I think like this is a whole yeah. another episode. But um, I I don't know. I you look at fights, and I think it's very rare to see a player go down due yeah. to a punch to the jaw. I think with the visor, I I like that the players are protected. I th- still think like yeah. I think you can still from Their a hockey are still shaking. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you can still send a message, and I think it yeah. still is, like, a show. But I, I really hope that it's, like, mitigated by, like, the jersey. And Me too. The and look, I thing. love fighting. Yeah. It's fucking fun. It is. I, I had meant to, with Vancouver, I was going to make fun of them because they have a 35-year-old Jay Beagle signed <laughs> for $2.5 million, and I just don't understand how that's even a thing. It just feels I don't understand. But I, I was going to say, this, you know, Jay Beagle got knocked out by Aaron Asham after. Well, no, it was before the full suit. Okay, you're right. Um, Guys still get concussions. They, I don't think it's all fighting's fault, but no, I think it still happens. They do, and I think in a world where UFC rakes in millions and yeah. millions of dollars, um, I think if I'm not. I want players to be protected and I think that goes there's measures you can take on the ice to where there's mitigated risk. I think it's clearly a risk to play a contact sport. I think going forward it would be nice and I know that this isn't like the end result here but I think it's worth noting you you the NHL should be very transparent and visible about funding yeah. CTE research. Um, allowing players to fight and like take hits, but then like, dude, these players should be protected for the rest of their fucking lives. And I think you need to own and take care of your own. Like if you're going to make money off these players, make sure that they're insured and taken care of for the duration of their lifetime. And that's part of what I think is fucked up too, about the, the original settlement is some of those dudes played in like the nineties as tough guys. So they were making like. I don't know what two hundred thousand dollars a year or something. Yeah, which is like, I, not that there's a dollar amount on your life being ruined, which is what happens to some or your life in general. But like, if you're in the league now and you're making close to a mil minimum, it's way different than being like, oh, I was a tough guy for four years in the '90s. I made four hundred and twenty thousand dollars, um, and now I can't work a job for the rest of my life. But thank God the NHL gave me 22k so that I can rent my apartment for the year. You know, I right? Just, um, I think, yeah, I think you're right. It, it's it's moved positively. Um, but yeah, I just think that's no, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I guess what I was trying to say is like, you can have it both ways. Like you can sell your game and be violent, but like fucking yes. make sure that you're like yes. at the forefront of like taking care of your own. Take and care all. of the fucking people. My mom wouldn't let me play football. Although she did let me play hockey, which I think is a little goofy, but um, sure. I remember in '98 when the Vikings had their one like really good year. I was like, I'm gonna play football, mom. And she was like, I don't know the fuck you aren't. 
<laughs> oh man, I played football for like a season, and then um, I like I was like in sixth grade when I started. But dude, yeah. I like kind of I was playing in Brooklyn Center where there's like a bunch of like really bad kids, and they all ah. were like tougher and stronger than me. And then my dad yeah. like helped coach to like be involved and. Um, one of the coaches, like my dad didn't know something and my, the coach called my dad an asshole. So I got to play one fucking football game where <laughs> I was on, I was special teams, which really meant I only went out there for the kickoff and I got and to be on the field in like third grade where nobody hits out there. Yeah, exactly. So I, <laughs> I was, I played football for literally one kickoff and then that was <laughs> it. <laughs> It happens. Um, I'm going to end on a more positive note for myself and talk about uh, the one, the only, Rozo's, Rozu. How do you spe- How do you say that? It's like by St. Paul, St. Paul suburb. Rozo? Rozo? That's not St. Paul, bro. It's like, isn't it a suburb? That's like a suburb of like Canada. No. Uh, it's way the fuck up there. Is it? Yeah. All right. I don't know anything outside of Minneapolis or Rosso is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand other places. Even in Chicago, uh, I have friends who are from Aurora and friends who are from this other. I don't really even remember. But I just like, I told them all that they lived by each other, and then they met, and they're like, "Oh, I heard you grew up by me." <laughs> and it turns out they're all, like three hours away from one another. Hold on. Um how far is Rozo from Canada? <laughs> um, well, fuck. Oh, it, it's a whole like, dude. It's gotta be. It's it's shown me to Winnipeg, but I don't want to dunk on you that hard. But it's not far from Winnipeg, and it's two hundred kilometers. Two hundred kilometers. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's two hundred and one kilometers from Winnipeg, but it's fucking. I gotta pick a city here. Um, Just two. So it's like Ely, Minnesota. It's like up there. Dude, it's 22 kilometers from the first city on that side of the border. (laughs) All right. Well, anyways. (laughs) Sorry. uh, Dustin Bufflin was born there. (laughs) Although I think did play in the cities in high school. Uh, Didn't he go to Shattuck? I think he did. Yeah. Maybe I made that up. But something like that. Uh, Dustin Bufflin is now, and I don't know, maybe this was CTE, who knows? Um, he's now like not retired, but is retired. There's some weirdness contractually with the Jets and they dropped him and I don't understand why or what happened. Uh, but up until that point, he was a dependably very, very good hockey player. He started in the league for Chicago, um, primarily played defense he's kind of like brent bernsey and his defense offense scenario uh i think he prefers defense and he has mostly played defensive for his career but he's he's he for a decade or so he was one of the better offensive defensemen in the league 
Um, he's huge. Uh, he's like six five and like kind of thick. He's like the Kent Herbick of of hockey. Um, he once reported to uh, training camp at three hundred and two pounds. He's like six foot five, which I I know is like not a crazy weight as a human but it's a crazy weight as like a hockey player yes <laughs> um he had to lose like 45 pounds but he was still like he's like so good he's just like a thick boy and i love it uh he was the first u.s born although i apparently just very technically u.s born but the first black u.s born stanley cup winner he won a cup of the uh blackhawks in 2010 what he's not the first black what He's the first black U.S.-born Stanley Cup winner. Oh, I feel... Really? Yep. Jesus Christ. That's what the internet told me. Where are we? God damn, it just seems I know. so in weird. In 2010. Where the like, fuck are oh, we in the world? That's that like disappointing. I know. It's the, yeah, that's not like a, a proud of America fact, but it's a proud of Dustin Bufflin doing your motherfucking thing. Corey sent me a video of him. People should look up <laughs> uh, Jordan Bennington, who I don't even remember what he did. He, in when he was like 18 or 19, he said some fuck shit. Um, about, I don't know if it was uh, LGBTQIA hate or racist hate, but he put out some hateful shit. So fuck Jordan Bennington. And it's this amazing Dustin Bufflin, like clearly like angles the puck at the back of Jordan Bennington's helmet and scores off of him. And he's like, yeah, you could tell he like banked it right off his dome, which I feel like you as a goalie, I don't think you, he, you kind of want to get in the net there and cover all your bases. Like, I don't know. Like it was obvious too. Like you see him go down in the corner and you look up to the net and it's just like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I could... big buff's gonna take that every time. <laughs> yeah. He, Gosh, is. Um, he was suspended from the Jets, though. Um, I know this. Yes. Uh, for not returning to training camp. Um, yeah. And also, he got surgery on an ankle sprain. Okay. That was not authorized by them. Uh, okay. Which I kind of feel like. Um. Yeah. What he's not gonna show up to training camp because his ankle's fucked up. And yep. you know, like, what is he gonna do? So I kind of feel like maybe the Jets just wanted to shed cap or something, and maybe sure. But it's Dustin... weird because he was still he scored like fifty, sixty points the year before. Sure. I don't know. He. It's yeah. also he yeah. was he was like interviewed too, and he like. He lives in the fucking woods with like his kids, and he just kind of seems like say, whatever. Like he doesn't really give a fuck. He's made he's so much money. Rich. He's like yeah. a Northwoods boy. He wants to like fish and hunt for the next rest of his life. So let him do his thing. Yeah, he's probably made fifty million dollars, something like that. Um, I saw him at a restaurant. I've probably told you this story, but with uh, with Stacy, we we went to. Uh, um, we went to this place, Oshaval, here, which is like, uh, it was like the original bougie, trashy hamburger joint. You know how that's like the new thing. Everybody's trying to make like a Big Mac, but it's like $19. Yeah. Made with, with Wagyu or whatever. 
Um, Ocean Ball is like the spot, and they have other shit. It's like a vague Jewish diner concept, I think. Um, like matzo ball. But he was at the table next to ours, and I stared at him the entire meal. <laughs> <laughs> you... i did have the grace not to go up to him oh you didn't talk to him at all no but stacy they were kind of annoyed at me really yeah. why i just feel like every time i'd like take a bite of the burger and then go stare and like watch him eat his like they had like <laughs> the bone marrow or whatever at the table <laughs> and i was like they were just like it's just some man's that is like your dad's size i don't know what to tell you it's like <laughs> Uh, doesn't mean anything to me sam we were supposed to go on a date we waited two hours for this fucking burger stop looking at the hockey player two hours yeah ashaval had this stupid shit no meals worth two hours of wait but it is it's a really good burger what what you can't just why did it did you get to watch them harvest no ashaval we it's that's the thing is like this was this was years ago when like people went to restaurants or whatever. I guess people still do go to restaurants. Um, but it it's just always it was that hot of like a dinner spot for like three years. There was like a two and a half hour wait anytime you'd try and get there. And they wouldn't they take reservations or nothing? No, hell no. You ain't got to if you got that kind of wait. That's fucked That's, up. Uh, yeah, it was crazy there was a like a trendy overpriced bar next door so that's what you do you go and get drunk at like it's called the lone wolf i worked for a different restaurant that their architect designed and i hated the chef of that restaurant the whole story <laughs> uh right on uh what's up for next week um you've got a little uh you got the lay day dive i do uh um i don't actually know what i had everybody i coming back for the week so we'll see where it takes me sick uh cool man well shit when are you coming into town tomorrow on my birthday everybody it's my birthday uh what time are you coming what time actually what Corey's birthday voicemails sound like (laughs) it's true i'm good i'm (laughs) see i'm good at pumping tires on other people's birthday because i expect a fucking red carpet on mine (laughs) (laughs) people people better take off work we're getting up at 4.30 in the morning to watch the fucking sunrise, and we're going to go get fancy cinnamon rolls, dude. Good espresso. I'll do the same for you, though. Uh, what time are you coming in, though? Um, I'll be in early, and then I'm going to go get set up at the, at the unicorn house. Okay. Interesting. I'll be there by, like, 7 a.m. Damn. Are your parents, are your parents yeah. listening to you record this? Not no no they get here in a few hours. Time to try and pack that bag. Just pack your whole house, man. Pack the whole damn. No, I'm not. It's not time. (laughs) All right, I will see you soon. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.